Hey family, welcome back to the Live Fancy podcast entitled Think Fancy, a place where we discuss concepts, ideas, perspectives, and insights that will cause you to truly think fancy, to make the mental choice to foster achievement never compromising you. I believe there is greatness on the inside of you, and I am committed to helping you release it. Why? Because someone is waiting for you. Welcome to episode three of Think Fancy. I am so excited about this episode, but if I'm honest, I'm excited about every episode because I truly believe that the concepts and the perspectives that we are talking about, when they are applied, when they are put into action, they truly have the potential to release greatness. They have the ability to give us things that we may not have thought about, to remove blockers or things that have been standing in our way to stop us from moving forward. They are ways that we can truly make a difference in our lives and thereby make a difference in the lives of those we have been created to influence. And so without further ado, let's dig into this episode. How many of us, if we're truly honest with ourselves, can say there are sometimes things that prevent us from showing up authentically? Can we honestly say that there are times when we have been asked to do something, when we have been given an assignment, an opportunity, and something held us back? We weren't as confident as we thought we would be. We weren't as bold as we usually are. We wondered if we really even should go forward. Are we the right person? Is this the right time? Do we have the right things to say? How many of us, if we're honest, would be able to truly say, I've been there, I am there. Sometimes that's more times, sometimes it's more often than I like to admit, and certainly more often than I'd like to be. The reality is many of us have moments where we are not able for whatever reason to walk in the fullness of our authenticity. And so this week we're talking about what is it that's stopping us? What's stopping you? What's stopping you from embracing the full authenticity of who you are? What's stopping you from stepping out in boldness, in confidence, in assurance, fully persuaded that you have been put in the position and given the assignment that you've been given because you are the right person to do it. The reality is that many times there are barriers that are present that are preventing us from moving forward. There's a barrier that stops our authenticity from being fully manifested and expressed. When we look up the word barrier in the Collins Dictionary, it is defined as anything that restrains, prevents, or obstructs progress. That's anything that is standing in the way that would pull you back from stepping out in full authenticity, anything that is stopping you from moving forward in true and full authenticity, anything that stands in the way that you have to work around or bulldoze through in order to fully be authentically you. And those barriers can take on different expressions and they can come out in different ways in different seasons of our lives through different opportunities. We see them manifested in different capacities and in different volumes, even if you will. 
because of the season we're in, because of the assignment we've been given, because of where we have grown in our lives, and even sometimes where we have regressed and didn't even know it. But today, we want to expose those barriers. We want to ask ourselves, what's stopping me from moving forward? We want to ask ourselves, if I'm truly ready to release greatness, if I really believe that I've been called to do this, if I'm ready to embrace the truth that God designed me, prepared me, created me, and then positioned me to walk out this great assignment he's been give, he has given me, then I have to be ready and willing to get rid of those things that are stopping me. So I hope that that's your testimony. I hope that that's your commitment, your confession, your declaration. And if it isn't in this moment, I truly pray and hope that by the end of this episode, it will be. Regardless of how many times you might have to listen to this, regardless of how many times you might have to tell yourself over and over again, I am well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to do what I was designed and created to do. No matter how many times you might have to remind yourself of these truths, as long as you are willing to do that, as long as you are willing to confess it, as long as you are willing to say today is the day, I'm confident that you will see And you will embrace and you will walk in your authenticity in a way like you never have before. So let's take a look at a few examples of different barriers that may be present in our life, maybe now, maybe in the future, that we need to be aware of so that we can remove them or at least expose them and get help in moving past them. So one of the first examples is people-pleasing. Now, this is a big one because so many of us do this and many of us don't even recognize that that's the motivation behind what we're doing. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a people pleaser as a person who has an emotional need to please others often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. Again, it's a person who has a need, a drive, a motivation to please others, often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. So what this means is it's nothing wrong with wanting to make someone happy. It's nothing wrong with wanting to do something that will bring joy to someone else or will bring happiness to someone else. There's nothing wrong with that. But the challenge becomes when that desire to make someone else happy is in complete contrast to your own needs and desires. When you have to sacrifice who you are to please someone else, our priorities and motivations are out of line. Now, there's a difference between, and we've talked about this in previous seasons, there's a difference between doing something at the sacrifice of your own self, meaning there might be someone who needs help. There might be someone who needs assistance and you don't feel like it, or it might make you go out of your way, or you know there might be different things where it's a sacrifice or it's something that you have to do that you don't want to do, but you know that it would help somebody else. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, we are called to think of others more often than ourselves or more highly than ourselves. Excuse me. We are often called to help and be a lending help to our brothers and sisters. You know, it's it's part of our DNA that we need each other. And so there are times when your, your brother, your sister, your friend, your family member, or even a stranger might need your help. And it may take you outside of your comfort zone. It might take you out of your um, out of your normal activities or out of your way. But it's a blessing to someone else. 
That's not what we're talking about. Being a people pleaser is where you shrink so that someone else is happy. You shrink back so someone else has their way. You shrink back so someone else has to stop the spotlight. Now, there are times when you need to step away so that someone else, you know, gets the floor because you don't want to monopolize something and we want to give opportunities to other people. But we're talking about where you stop being you so someone else can be them. It is a huge misconception that we need to shrink for anybody else to do anything. You were created and designed exactly the way that you are so that you can fulfill the assignment that you have been given. That means that when you are put in a position where you have to choose, do I walk in my authenticity or do I shrink so that you have an opportunity? The answer always has to be, I will be who I was created and designed to be. And I'm not talking about being cocky. I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm talking about being confident in who you are. You have to be a person of integrity and character. You have to be a person who is so bold and boldly assured of who they are that you don't allow a person or an opportunity or a situation to stop you from being so. Again, we talked about in our previous episode that there are things that we are continuing to refine. There are things that we are continuing to improve on. There are things that we are continuing to grow in. And so there may be times when you have to shift because what you did before won't work in this scenario because you know more, you've grown more or things of that nature. We're also not talking about when you have to adapt for a particular situation because the full expression of who you are may not matter the assignment that you're in, but you never change who you are. What is the difference? You may say, I'll use myself as an example. And I've said this before. I am a bold speaker. Imagine that I am, I'm an extrovert and I am extremely expressive in everything that I do. That is part of my core being. It is me being completely authentic. Now, when I'm being bold, that could mean I'm loud. It could mean I'm soft. It could mean that I speak more. It could mean I speak less. But the reality is I am a bold, outspoken person. For me to shrink back and all of a sudden become shy because someone else is uncomfortable with how bold I am is me not being truly authentic. For example, in dating, best example I can give you in the past, in my dating experiences, I have been in situations where me being so forthright was intimidating to certain people. Me being an American living in Canada, I've met a lot of different people, uh, males and females, who feel that as an American, I'm too much. I come out too much. I speak too much. I'm, you know, all of these different things. And so I began to shrink back, especially in dating. It's like, oh, okay, let me be a little bit more soft. Let me be a little, let me hold back the truth of how I feel about what you're saying in this situation because I want you to like me. Let me not be so bold in telling you that I disagree with with your opinion because I want you to like me. Let me, you know, let me not speak boldly about this thing that I feel so confidently about and I'm so passionate about because I want you to like me. And in doing so, I stopped being authentically me. And what did that do? Sure, me and that person may have had, you know, an experience for a short period of time, but over time, the me that I am was aching and screaming to come out. And then when it did, it was like, who are you? Why are you acting this way? Why are you changed? You know, why have you changed? Why are you being like this? And the reality is this was me all along. I was just putting on a mask in an effort to adapt to what I thought you would like me to be so that you would like me. 
It's people pleasing. Let's use another example on the job. And I'll speak again only about myself because it's the best person that I can relate to. But I'm hoping that you can see if this is you where you might have done this or might be doing this even now. So on the job, because again, I am that bold person, it comes out in my leadership at work. And so when I'm dealing with even managers, either persons above me or peer persons that I might be in leadership over, again, I am bold. If something comes out, if there's something that's being done wrong, I'm either going to question it or speak about it. I'm not going to hold back and be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay if we do this in this way and I know it's wrong and it's going to actually end up being unproductive or unhelpful to the end user. I'm not going to say anything because I want my management to like me. I want them to think I'm a team player. No, me being a team player is me being honest and open when I see things are wrong. It's honest and open when I see there's a different way to do things that might be more beneficial for us as well as the end user or the or the recipient of whatever it is that we're doing. That's me being authentic and a team player. But at times I have shrunk back. I have, you know, chosen to not be as bold because I wanted my management to like me. I didn't want to come off in the wrong way. I didn't want to come off too aggressive or too assertive or too, too, too. But the moment that I stopped doing that was the moment that my value and what I bring to the table as a leader was able to truly be seen and honed. Yes, there are still different things that I'm learning and growing in in my delivery because sometimes my delivery can be a bit much. But the truth of what I'm saying still lands because it's true and it's me. It's what I have been given. I have a perspective that is not always seen by others. And so if I hold that back, I am robbing my company, my employer and my team of what I have been positioned to provide. When we are pleasing others, whether we realize it or not, we're actually robbing them of the fullness of what we have been put in position to give. You in all of who you are are amazing. And when you shrink back because of a need to please others. You are preventing yourself from walking in the blessing that is provided to you and from you. We can't be a people pleaser. We have to recognize that the best thing we can offer to anyone is our full authentic self. All right, let's look at another one. And this may be part of a part one and part two, because I feel like there's so many different things and I don't want to rush and, and, and bulldoze through it. So I hope that you will be able to bear with me as we, as we break these up into two. So the other one I really want to talk about that I think goes right along um, in line with people pleasing is comparison. And I talked about this in previous episodes, and it's also even a chapter in my book called Unique Solution Specific Need. And the chapter talks about the comparison trap. We oftentimes allow comparisons to be that barrier from us being truly authentic, reminding ourselves that a barrier is anything that restrains, prevents, or obstructs progress. And so we have allowed many times comparison to stop us from moving forward. What do I mean? Many times we can look at the perceived success, the perceived boldness, the perceived anything of another person and review our own lives, our own achievements, our own progress, or even our own authenticity or our own personality, compare that to theirs and then determine which is better. And it is the worst thing that we could ever do. 
You weren't created to be like anyone else. So looking at yourself in the view or eyes of anyone else as them being your benchmark is setting yourself up for disappointment. Now, there are things that we can learn from one another. As a matter of fact, you need to have someone in your life who is at a stage that is greater than where you are today so that you can learn from them to get to where you want to be. But even in that mentorship, even in that relationship, even in that growing and learning, it is not designed so that you determine how great you are by how great you think they are. Instead, it's taking the things that you can learn and glean from them and then applying them through the filter of your authenticity. For example, if there is a person that you know of that is, is, excuse me, that is successful in business, they are a great creative thinker, they are, they are a great implementer, either of those or both of those, and you say, I want to be more like that in my own business, that doesn't mean that you take every single thing that they do and then replicate it or imitate it. Instead, it means you take the things that they do and then you apply it in the way you do what you do. Because I guarantee you that they have a sphere of influence that has been that they have been designed for, and you have a sphere of influence that you've been designed for, and the two may or may not overlap. And so if you put yourself in their shoes trying to be them, the people you were designed to reach, the people you were designed to impact have now been affected because you're doing it like them. If they wanted it from them, they would go to them, but they came to you. Therefore, you have to be you so that the people you were created to influence can receive what you have been designed to give to them. We have to be mindful that we look at others with a desire to glean knowledge and learn perspectives, but not to compare and to imitate. We have to be mindful that we don't look at people and allow them to be the determination or the motivator or the benchmark by which we judge how good we are, how well we show up and how awesome or how wonderful we are. We can't let anybody else outside of Jesus Christ be the person that determines if we are good enough, if we are where we're supposed to be. No one else should have that much authority and power in your life. That includes your parents, that includes your siblings, that includes your spouse. No one else has the right to tell you that you are, should be anyone else but you. No one. Because you have been meticulously, intentionally, and purposely designed by God Almighty. And he is the only one who has the ability to tell you the things that you might need to change about who you are. Now, others may have perspectives and they may give you advice, but it should always be compared and should be put through the filter of who God created you to be. You cannot determine that by looking at anyone else as your benchmark. You cannot let what someone else does, and especially what it looks like someone else does, be the thing that makes you step back, pull back, or stop. Do not let the comparison to anyone else be the thing that restrains, prevents, or obstructs you from moving forward. These are just a couple examples of things that we are faced with or encounter or deal with that become barriers to us being truly authentic. 
And this is the day, this is the time, this is the moment where it's time to let those things go, to work through those things, to expose those things, and to be free of those things so that we can walk in the fullness of who we were created to be. I'm telling you, you are amazing. You have so much on the inside of you that is waiting to come out. And I guarantee you in all the things that you do, there is someone that's waiting for you. I truly hope you are charged up as a result of this week's episode of Think Fancy. You have too much on the inside of you to just listen. So now you are empowered to do. You are indeed well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to do everything you were created and designed to do. Make this week a great one.